0: Hello and welcome to the podcast, everybody. I am very excited to bring you a new special friend all the way in Englewood, Florida, which I didn't even know existed until this wonderful physician told me it did. Dr. Tammy Burbeck is... An amazing OBGYN practicing gynecology in this beautiful area. Not just gynecology, but like robotics. She's like really an overachiever. You'll find out any minute as she stares at me, not knowing what I'm going to say. What will Sharon say? (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. This is a beautiful practice, and I'm very excited um, to share the innovative technologies that she has brought all the way from the very cold Michigan Yeah, I bet you're happier to be here. Yes, I love it here. (laughs) So welcome. Why don't you tell everybody who you are and how you ended up being the amazing physician that you are today? Wow. Yeah, that's a question, right? Yes. (laughs) Um, So you went to med school.
1: Right, I went to medical school. Let me
0: ask you a better question because that is a very big question. Why did you want to become a doctor?
1: Uh, I wanted to become a doctor because I wanted to um, impact and help people to um, the best of my capabilities. And I thought that was the best route to do that with.
0: Yeah. And so... So you picked being a doctor. I mean, it's not an easy thing to do. No, no, uh,
1: it was not easy, but um, I—it's—it's uh, it's like it was just something <clears throat> deep inside of me that I had to just keep going until I got there.
0: So, anyone in your family physicians? No, you're the only one. Mm-hmm. Wow, no grandparents, no aunts, no, nobody uncles. was
1: really medical.
0: Huh, interesting. Yeah. There's usually somebody else. So <laughs> good, that's exciting. Okay. Yeah. So you, where did you go to school? So I went to
1: Hope College for undergrad mm-hmm. in um, Holland, Michigan, and then I went to Michigan State University to the osteopathic uh, medical school
0: there. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So you, did you know that they're building a new osteopathic school in Clearwater? Mm, yes, I found that out. Uh huh. At. Um, the DO
1: conference that I went to. That's right, at the Wyndham. And I was very excited, and I let them know that if I could help in any way, oh, I good. would be more than happy to come up and teach or yeah. be, do scepter, mm-hmm. or inter- internship air- spots yeah. for down here. That's great. I th- thought that was wonderful. Isn't that I was exciting? very excited about it, yes. Yeah.
0: Well, Dr. K. Patel, thank goodness for him. He came to Tampa Bay and has changed everything for us in the medical industry with all his philanthropy. And um, not only does he own that Wyndham Grand where the conference was. Did you know that? Oh, no, I didn't know that. (laughs) Well, he yeah, he is pretty innovative. He actually, I think, owns a whole block on Dale Mabry in Tampa. Yeah, but he's and deserves it because you know he came from humble beginnings and has really built a dream for all of us to benefit from. So, and it's great. I love all. There's so many D.O.s that I've worked with that I've just been just enamored by. Kind of, Mm -hmm. I feel like. I mean, I love my M.D.s. I don't know what I don't know what they're teaching you there. I feel like there's a little more of that. There's like a space for not just science.
1: Right, that's what it's all about. Right. And um, that's what it was all about when Andrew still Mm -hmm. started the whole process way back. I don't remember when, it was a long time ago. (laughs) Um, And I really didn't understand why certain people were drawn to the osteopathic um, philosophy until probably about eight years ago. I went to a conference in San Francisco mm. and there. I had some time between some courses that I wanted to take um, at this annual conference. And I said, Oh, look, there's one about Andrew Still and um, you know what he was all about and why he started this profession. I think that would be kind of cool to go listen to. Mm. And so I just randomly decided to go sit in there and I literally wanted to cry before I left
0: yeah you were so moved by it yeah yeah he
1: was an awesome man yeah he really had a vision for health and wellness Mm -hmm. not just happening the way um, modern medicine Mm -hmm. is is saying that it has to happen but he he really included so many avenues Um, it was it really moved me I was so impressed and then I'm like now I know why I'm a Dio. Right, right, right. <laughs> now,
0: yeah, and that is really the spirit. I have found that um majority of the Dios that I've been blessed to work with have had this very similar mindset mm-hmm. and um, very open to to learning new things and trying new things and treating the whole body. and mm-hmm. um, And for you, I mean, being this great focus on women's health, you know, like, thank God for people like you to help us. (laughs) We need your help. So tell everybody about, so we're here in Englewood, which is um, near Sarasota. Mm -hmm. And um, so how did you end up at this facility that we're at today, which is the name of the practice is Gulf Women's Center for Health and Surgery.
1: Right. Um, I started this practice two years ago. Um, I ended up Here, because there was a need here for a robotic surgeon that did gynecology. Mm -hmm. And so I was already trained, and um, they have a robotic program here, but they had a urologist and a a general surgeon, but they did not have a gynecologist that was using the robots. So Mm -hmm. they had a third of their utilization wasn't being met. Wow. And so it was perfect for me because... Mm -hmm. I love um, surgery. Mm -hmm. I spent lots of hours learning laparoscopy Mm -hmm. even before I um, went into the robotics program. And I specifically went into the program because ultimately, my ultimate goal was to uh, help women with pelvic prolapse. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to utilize the robot for sacral colpopexes.
0: That sounds a little too high-tech for me. You want to tell everybody what that means? <laughs> so that
1: is uh, basically... Hence um, why
0: I stick to business and yeah, not clinical. I can't even pronounce that. Jeez.
1: I know, it's a little rough, but, <laughs>
0: um
1: Basically, that's when, when you have pelvic prolapse, and a lot of times it's even um, extending out of the cavity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very inhibiting mm-hmm. with people's lives. It's... Demeaning. It's yeah. scary, and yeah. um, to be able to replace that back up mm-hmm. where it belongs yeah. gives a patient back their life.
0: Yeah, and, and they're so
1: appreciative. I bet. And that is something um, that I've been wanting to do for a long time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I did how to learn how to do the procedure after I was doing robotics for. A couple of years Mm because you do need to have um, basic robotic uh, skills
0: it sounds so funny to me when you say basic robotic skills (laughs) I don't feel like there's anything basic about robotic surgery (laughs) it sounds very complicated to me but that's why again like we have experts such as yourself and you are a rare breed there's not a there's not a lot of female robotic surgeons in um, in Florida
1: yeah, there are a couple.
0: There's a couple, yeah, but yeah. there's not a lot.
1: Mm-hmm, that's true.
0: Are there more male robotics? Or do you know? Do you have any idea?
1: Um, I really
0: don't. Yeah. No, exactly. More, I, I got here, have to look that up. Yeah,
1: I got here two years ago, and mm-hmm. I only work at um, Englewood Community Hospital okay. at this time, mm-hmm. um, trying to develop the program there. Right. And so um, I do know of a few, but,
0: you know, just... Very few. And did you love it right away when you learned?
1: Yes. Yeah. I did love it, but I love laparoscopy. Uh Uh-huh. And it was just, it was an extension of laparoscopy, just a little bit more complicated, um, but more refined, Mm. so to speak.
0: Gotcha. So, I am going to... So... We just had an amazing medical assistant come in and ask a very clinical question to the doctor. We apologize for any interruption, but, you know, I'm pretty sure patient care is more important than what we're doing right now.
1: Absolutely.
0: That's right. So um, I do know a few things about this wonderful physician that you might not know. She has a dog in the office with us right now that is so adorable, but I can't see her. Oh, there she is in the corner. She's the most gorgeous. And you have a horse. Yes, I do. What other animals do you have? I have cat. You have a cat? Yes. So um, you love animals. It's a good sign, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) What's what's your horse's name? Liberty. Liberty. Mm -hmm. Who named the horse? Your daughter? No, uh,
1: she was named when I got her when she was six months old. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. So
0: adorable. You guys have to see this horse and the dog. I mean, she is the best dog ever. She really is. (laughs) She's just been like laying there and letting you pet her and she's gorgeous. Um, And also that you love to empower women.
1: Yes, that is my... Can I get an
0: amen? We need more doctors that want to empower women. Um, I know that that's a passion for you because you got all excited when you started talking about it. Mm -hmm. The easiest way to get a physician excited is to ask them what they love doing. Mm (gasps) And All of a sudden, you were like, I love to empower women. So, I mean... That is wonderful, and I I do know that being a physician is, I mean, it's so incredible what you get to do. You get to touch people's lives, but you really get to see somebody go from maybe feeling really bad about themselves to feeling good again. I mean, how rewarding, right? Yes. And you were talking to me before about how rewarding it is to do what you love every day. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. So tell the audience a little bit about what that feels like.
1: Okay, well, it feels... Um, very fulfilling for me to be able to go to my office and each day spend time with each patient in a very connected way so that um, they leave, even though their problem might not totally be solved, they leave with hope, feeling better, and I know that they do. And it makes me... Feel like I'm doing my job here. Yes. So on, I, earth. Not, on Earth. Right? Yes. Like on Earth, I'm even. This <laughs>
0: yes. Amen. It's so mm-hmm. great because, you know, I, I feel the same way. I feel like there's so much more to um, life than just um, going to work every day, but like, who can you serve? Right. Right? And yes. how can you make a difference in somebody's mm-hmm. life? Mm-hmm. So when you have the ability to kind of design your life like you have now in these last two years although starting a new business is never easy just talk to any any one of the doctors that I've ever worked with is a very difficult thing to do but so rewarding because you do get to do what you love Mm -hmm. especially now right because you get to make your own decisions about how long you want to spend with a patient right because in the hospital setting and in the corporate world there is not that freedom
1: no there isn't there's not and
0: that's why I'm here yeah,
1: mm-hmm. because um, I'm excited about that. Um, not everybody needs the same amount of time, mm-hmm. but for me to walk into a room and not even be able to assess what that patient needs because I only have 10 right. minutes right. is not me. It doesn't make me happy. Yeah, uh, it makes me feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> and and so I if, if somebody comes into my office. Whether they need five minutes of my time or twenty-five minutes of my time, and and they leave here having hope, feeling better, and changed Mm -hmm. inside because somebody listened to them Mm -hmm. and heard what they needed to hear.
0: Yeah,
1: Uh, that makes all the difference for me. Yeah, absolutely, and for them, but really for me, I need that. I need to know that I'm helping people, not just people aren't just a number.
0: Right, mm-hmm. I mean, because this isn't really, you know, just a job. I have one of um, my favorite docs and clients in, in New York. Every time I, I refer to her practice as a business, she goes, "Oh God, that makes me feel so uncomfortable." <laughs> right. And she's been in her practice for so long because it really it is so much more than that. I mean, you're taking care of people's lives. It's a very important job to do,
1: right.
0: and you don't always have the luxury of just doing what you love, because there's like this business to run too, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So thank God you met me.
1: (laughs) Right. Yes, I am very happy about sharing. Tooting
0: my own horn on the podcast. Yes, thank you so much. (laughs) Well, it it is something I feel very passionate about myself, that there is... I love what I get to do, because I never thought that in my career... I would be able to do the thing that I wanted to do when I was a little girl, which was just to help people. I wanted, well, for, I wanted to be a therapist. Mm. And then I found out how much money they made, and I didn't want to be a therapist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't um, like you doctors who love going to school so much for so long. And if I was going to become any type of mental health counselor, I was going to be like a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Mm. I just didn't have it in me. And so now, you know that I have the opportunity to help physicians. Like who yeah. knew, right?
1: Who Absolutely. knew?
0: It's powerful. That's right? like
1: um, just even more than one physician. Yeah. You're helping a lot of them. Yes. So you are just quite involved in everything you always wanted. I remember the day <laughs> when
0: I was in the practice I was in last um, before I opened my business. I remember when it clicked that this is what I wanted to do I just thought well I don't want to just help this one group anymore like I want to help all the groups I want to help whoever needs help because I first of all we all need help we all need some type of guidance if if you think you're the smartest person in the room you're in the wrong room right (laughs) I never want to be somebody that thinks I have all the answers but I will find resources so I can continue doing what I love Mm -hmm. just like you know we talked to Kay at Practice Forces because, you know, she's good at that. I hate billing. It's just mm-hmm. not for me. Sorry to all you wonderful billing professionals out there who might be listening. It's just not for me. And yeah. nor is it for you. Right. Nor should it be. Mm-hmm. Every time you told me that you went to some CPT course, I thought, wow, that's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> because was I, sad. Right? Because I know you don't want to <laughs> do that. And not only that, you know what it instills? Fear.
1: Yeah. That's
0: that's, and that's what it did. <laughs> they should have called that conference a class to help you get fearful. Because <laughs> yeah. it is. I mean, I remember every time we've talked about billing or coding with any of my clients, they've always mm-hmm. gotten just anxious. A little anxious, yes. You know? Because mm-hmm. there's so much to know and so much to learn. As a matter of fact, my friend in New York, who is the um, nurse practitioner for this OBGYN group, she told me that one of the lead doctors gave a class on coding, which scared me more, actually, than going to a coding class because now it's a doctor <laughs> who has learned how to do it and is teaching right. it. And that it's such, um, that it has to be part of the day. That not only do you have to think about, like, helping somebody yeah. get better, but you also have to think about how you're going to get paid because obviously you're not doing this for free. I mean, you, right. you have to support the horse, Right? Liberty gets hungry, I'm sure. (laughs) Yes, she does. (laughs) So, well, I want everybody will know about your practice. I'll put all of the information in the show notes. But I really do think if you're looking for an experience um, with your doctor, um, a gynecologist who cares about your your whole self, Mm -hmm. and you're in the Englewood, or... Sarasota, no, Sarasota North Port, Port Charlotte. Port Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Wow, these places exist outside of Tampa Bay. Who knew? Um, then I definitely think that you should... Oh, Venice. We can't Oh, Venice, Venice too. Yeah, lots of Venice. So I think that it's uh, you're worth looking up.
1: Thank you. And I appreciate everything that you're helping me do. Well,
0: it's very exciting. We love whispering to doctors. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye.